With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coming up on podcast 1912, we've got some pricing for the new Kia Nero EV and the Peugeot E308 and more battery storage news. Stick around. I'll tell you more. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to EV News Daily, your trusted source of EV information for Monday, 25th of September. My name is Martin Lee, and I go through every EV story, so you don't have to. Over the weekend, the Detroit Auto Show ended with an EV ride buzz. The Detroit Show culminated yesterday with a noticeable surge in attendees wanting to have a go in an EV. The main attraction, the so-called Powering Michigan EV Experience saw car buyers and enthusiasts line up to experience electric vehicles on a vast track, a bit like a football field. Uh, Leading automakers like Ford and Tesla were there, amping up the buzz by offering unique street course rides as well. And adding to the excitement, visitors had the choice of a diverse set of indoor rides. Kids were navigating a special track in little electric toy jeeps as well. And I don't know if you feel the same as I do. The best way to get somebody to experience an EV, you can tell somebody about it, is to get them to drive one. And they go, oh, it's just a car. But what moves, it's a bit different. Yeah, this is fine. I'll have one, please. Okay, let's move on. As Kia of America ushers in the 2024 Nero EV in its second generation It has priced the battery electric subcompact crossover at a starting price of a little more than the current one. $40,925. A modest $180 increase from the current model year. That's inclusive of destination. And the cost points to the base model, the wind. If you want wind, it'll cost you 40 grand. Uh, If you want some wave trim expect to spend $46,000 one of the additions to this year's models across the lineup whichever one you go for is the dual level cargo floor more utility what's not to love powering the nero ev is the 64.8 kilowatt hour battery front axle permanent magnet motor 
201 horsepower. Great specs on the Nero, sister car Kona. You might know that I own one of those. Uh, the middle generation. I guess there's a new Kona out, so I, I guess I've kind of got the old one now, uh, but not the old, old one. Very, very impressive uh, efficiency and EPA range in the US, at least, obviously, on the Nero, 253 miles, coming to the end of summer here. And my dash, when I fully charge it, which isn't very often, because I trickle charge it on the XS Solar, really, over summer. But when we do, before a long journey, then it'll always read 300 and something miles on the dash, at least on my Kona. Kona goes a little bit further, smaller vehicle than the Nero. The Wave trim, top trim, comes equipped on the new Nero with the vehicle-to-load inverter. So you can power your electronic devices, charge other cars very, very slowly. And I guess if you have a power cup, plug in the freezer, at least avoids spoiling all your food. Got some more pricing as well for the Peugeot E308 this time in the UK market. Available for orders now, and it starts at £40,000, or £40,050, actually. Marking their entry into the all-electric C segment, the E308 has the pretty standard spec for these kind of cars. 115 kilowatts motor, 54 kilowatt hour battery. It'll charge at 100 kilowatts or so. 257 miles of WLTP range. Good things on this. Heat pump is standard. Thank you very much, Peugeot. Uh, An 11 kilowatt three-phase charger. Nice little bonus to have. I'll pop a link in the show notes if you'd like to find out more details. Peugeot E308. I think it'll be a very popular car. Probably the kind of car that you know is bought by families. I think a lot of people in that segment are going to be looking at the monthly price on that. And the deals on cars like Peugeot's and Citroën's are always really good. Like Renault's got good pricing as well. So expect to see a few of those flying around. Now, the BYD Dolphin EV is arriving in North America. Expanding their footprint, BYD arrives in the North American market because it's gone on sale in Mexico. It's a particularly significant moment as well as the 500,000th Dolphin EV rolled off the production line a few days ago. The move to bring the Dolphin to North America comes after their debut, which was in Japan last week. I told you about on this podcast. That's a robust contender to the likes of Toyota there in Japan. The Dolphin isn't BYD's first entry into the region. It joins the Han, which is the sedan, the Tang, that's an SUV. And the OnePlus, which uh, is the most, most recent SUV that was premiered in June. The Dolphin EV is priced, I think, pretty competitively. 30000 US dollars equivalent. 45 kilowatt hour BYD Blade battery in that. Not the most powerful 70 kilowatt motor. Not really the point of this vehicle, though, is to have all out power. For the European audience, BYD will upgrade that battery, though, to a 60.4 kilowatt hour battery on the BYD Dolphin EV, uh, whereas the uh, Mexican buyers get a, a 15 kilowatt hour reduction on that. Now, this is a great story, actually. The energy department in the US is funding extended battery storage. So the Department of Energy is saying, OK, well, lithium ion batteries here and now, and they do a great job at grid backup, grid storage. But what about extended storage? Well, the Department of Energy earmarking 325 million US dollars for batteries capable of turning renewables, excess solar, excess wind, 
into a more consistent power source. This significant investment is set to benefit about 15 projects uh, across about 17 different states. Now, the overarching goal is to harness battery storage here to retain surplus renewables used during periods either without sunlight, so if you've got uh, I don't know, 7, 8, 9, 10 or more hours of darkness overnight, typically the kind of lithium-ion grid storage that we're seeing rolled out around the world is more about kind of grid response being there for a couple of hours to provide a lot of power very quickly when electricity is expensive and dirty. Often those two things go hand in hand. States experiencing a surge in renewables, places like California, New York, Hawaii, are very keen on these extended storage solutions. What I mean by that is, well, let me give you one example that I read about, actually, with XL Energy teaming up with Form Energy, a long-term battery manufacturer. They're launching two 100-megawatt battery systems at a former coal plant location in Minnesota at Becker and in Pueblo, Colorado. Beyond demonstrating the scalability of these technologies, these projects are offering the utility companies more insight into the different technologies that make up long-term storage, not lithium-ion technology, but other chemistries that can last hours or tens of hours to provide power to the grid when it's needed. All right, let's move on. And I saw over the weekend uh, plenty of people talking about Toyota's new advertising campaign. And you won't be surprised to know, as Toyota and my main irritants by claiming that hybrids self-charge themselves, that plenty of people on social media tagged me into this to say, what do you think of it? Well, I do have thoughts. I don't think that the last thing the world needs is to hear me bash Toyota again. Uh, the engineers at Toyota are probably, you know, very clever people. But it's the marketing that I really take issue with because I still think, I still think, even though Toyota are trying to move towards an EV future, all these announcements coming out of, oh, yeah, jam tomorrow, jam tomorrow, they're still going out there, I think, to confuse the buyers. And whether that's their intention or not, I'll make, you can make your mind up. I do believe that they're trying to, say that their hybrids are electric vehicles in order to make people think that they are more electric than they really are. Uh, in one case, let me give you an example of their new advertising campaign, which was launched over the weekend to highlight their hybrids. Toyota unveiled their new campaign called Electrified Diversified. Firstly, terrible name. Either way, Electrified Diversified emphasises Toyota's different array from hydrogen fuel cell cars, which no one drives and no one buys, to hybrids. The company labels them all, though, EVs. So Toyota say, we have an EV for everyone. They point out that they're providing a rich spectrum of EVs for consumers, ensuring that everyone's got a choice whether they want a hydrogen car or a hybrid car. They're all electric vehicles. This broad classification that Toyota are trying to tell the public about actually goes against standard industry conventions which have stood for years now where to be called an electric vehicle it has to have a plug socket on the side of it so the Toyota RAV4 Prime has a plug socket that's an EV a mild hybrid is not an EV uh, example I saw over the weekend the public advocacy group Public Citizen took issue accusing Toyota of creating confusion by conflating hybrids 
with electric vehicles. <laughs> Didn't they, they actually just said that they were EVs. According to the group, labelling a vehicle with a combustion engine, a no-plug socket and electric vehicle misguides consumers, as the general understanding of an EV is that it's solely electric without emissions. I mean, I agree. So I, I don't know. I, there's nothing to add on that. You know my thoughts. Uh, wouldn't buy one. feel it's annoying that they do this. But you know, they're barreling towards being pretty insignificant in, in the world of electric vehicles. If they start making decent ones, we'll talk about Toyota a bit more. Otherwise, for now, they really are just barely a blip on the radar for this podcast. Right, coming up, we'll talk about electric boating and Japan's network. On the way next, stick around. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So if you had heard an ad or maybe two ads there, a <laughs> couple of ads... I'll be lucky, cha-ching, I'll be quids in. Another couple of pennies coming my way. Um, we do that because on the free version of the podcast, it just helps make a little more money and pay the bills. The main way that this podcast gets on the air is with our Patreon supporters. So I try and do things that are good for the patrons, like get the episodes to them as soon as they're ready, and also make sure they're ad-free, of course. So if you want to strip out the ads and get your ad-free feed, you can be like those people by going to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash EV News Daily and get your perks, maybe 5 or $10 a month, and get your ad-free feed. Now, let's talk a little bit about Japan's EV network because something is happening in Japan which is not an easy fix. Now, obviously, you know Japan went EV very early with the Nissan Leaf, and therefore, they built out a 50-kilowatt DC fast-charging network 10 years ago with Chatamo. But the problem is, all of those chargers are now coming to the end of their life. And that's a conundrum, because no one's buying new EVs in Japan. They have a plethora of charging stations that are getting older and more unreliable. But the demand for EVs in Japan is extremely limited. It's challenging for those charging stations to turn a profit for a start. According to one company, GoGo Labs, there are 22,500 standard level two 
plug sockets in Japan, and 9,700 what they call high-speed charging ports. That was available by the end of August. Now, the installation rate of new chargers in Japan has been waning, mirroring the country's stagnant EV market. In 2020, which are the numbers that I could find, uh, the total number of EV chargers declined. That's crazy in a market that's blowing up in America, Europe, China, with EVs accounting for not even 2% of domestic car sales. And even the US is over 5% now. Uh, There is an oversupply of old charging facilities and no new ones. And that's a real problem. Furthermore, Japan's charging infrastructure is technologically very, very dated. 60% of their chargers deliver less than 50 kilowatts. Chargers in regions like Europe and the US standard are being fitted with 350 kilowatts. And so that makes a big difference when you want to go EV because you know you can recharge in 15 to 30 minutes. Compounding the issue, many of Japan's stations were installed with a single plug socket on. So for the people that do want to go EV, they're facing bottlenecks at peak times on busy routes and a lack of investment because new ones aren't going in the ground. Really interesting to see there. Obviously, I'd tell you about that because Japan, Nissan, along with Renault, with the Zoe, but Nissan with the Leaf, so early, a bit like Toyota with hybrids 20 years ago. They just haven't moved on. Japan's got themselves in a real situation, wedded themselves to hydrogen, but hydrogen's been coming for 20 years. It still will be in 20 years' time. There's so much kind of, you know, brouhaha around hydrogen. Look past it. It's not needed, and it will not be needed for personal mobility. Have other uses depending on how it's made. But anyway, let's move on. Finally, really, really good clean technica article over the weekend that I saw about this Swedish electric boat manufacturer, Candela. They have just done a record breaking voyage. Their C8 model has a 69 kilowatt hour battery. And guess what? It's supplied by. Polestar. I've told you about this before for those that have forgotten. Not only that, but also they have all the DC charging components as well, which means it actually DC fast charges really quickly, and it's a boat. And they just established a new record. They covered 777 kilometres, all the sevens, in 24 hours. The boat needed frequent recharging every time they stopped. They, On average, it was an 18-minute stop. On average, it went from 13% to 66%. They added 615 kilowatt hours, which cost 120 euros. If they'd done that journey in a comparable combustion boat, it would have drained about 750 litres of fuel, and it would cost about 1,400 euros. So to navigate this journey, they set the pace for about 17 knots, and they that pointed out that that would, you know, they could go, if you want, do a day's round trip, London to Amsterdam, you know, a swift journey from Stockholm to Finland in 13 hours, for instance. Uh, And the point of the Candela boat is it has the hydrofoils. Have you seen this? I mean, I'll try and paint the picture if you haven't. It's got hydrofoils underneath the boat. And when they get the speed up, it then rises up out of the water. uh, And it gets on that kind of plane where it reduces all of the drag and it reduces energy consumption by 80% because those hydrofoils lift it out of the water. Now, how do they recharge it on the way? Well, Northvolt stepped in to help them out with their mobile DC fast charging 
grid packs called a Volt Pack. It's an on-the-go battery storage solution, 281 kilowatt hours in each of these containers, and a DC fast charger attached to it as well. So even if it didn't have DC fast charging where the boat needed to recharge in order to hit this new world record, uh, then Northvolt stepped in and put chargers where it was needed. Lovely little story about some electric uh, marine stuff. And that's your podcast for the start of the week. Thanks to our premium partners, Phil Roberts of Electric Future, Porsche of The Village in Cincinnati, Audi of Cincinnati East, Volvo Cars of Cincinnati East, National Car Charging on the US mainland, and Aloha Charge in Hawaii. Derek Riley from Nevo.ie and the Nevo EV Review Island YouTube channel. Octopus Electroverse Global Public Charging. They make it so simple with one app and one map. And Lease Plan Electric Moments, providing all the tools and guidance EV drivers need. Have a good one. See you tomorrow. And remember, there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid.